Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. What's your take today on what you're observing? Today was the best day for former President Trump. Uh, the Democrats are playing right into the hands of the argument that Trump is going to be making about the First Amendment. Everything they're arguing supports the First Amendment argument. They're saying that this was all part of an effort to protest the election, to say it was stolen, to say it was a fraud. Remember two things about the First Amendment. It doesn't distinguish truth from falsity. A lie is as protected as the truth. That's Alan Dershowitz discussing what happened yesterday. And it's so interesting that on that First Amendment conversation, that isn't the one I focus on. Because that's the argument that the president's words incited a riot, and you're not allowed to engage some kind of stopping of his words because he has the First Amendment right to them. I think the problem with that argument, and I would say this to Mr. Dershowitz, is that it gets too far into the legal weeds for something that is not a legal process. That you might be able to appeal to some of the lawyers in the room there in the Senate. But I think you need a larger, more tangible argument, something you can better sink your teeth into. That's why I go to their impeachment article is incitement of insurrection. And what they presented yesterday was, look at all the horrible things that happened. But they did not in any way, shape, or form prove the incitement. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Now, we're going to cover more of uh, the impeachment trial today. You have to. We got to hear what they're saying and know what's going on. The name you're going to be hearing is Delegate Stacy Plaskett. P-L-A-S-K-E-T-T, from the U.S. Virgin Islands. I was, I was on Newsmax yesterday. I was on Newsmax this morning. Uh, a different subject this morning, something despicable from Anderson Cooper, which I'll get to. But discussing a bit of, of uh, impeachment yesterday and then got to watch her presentation uh, in, in full. She did a very good job. Her style, her demeanor, uh, her her proper pacing all worked out extremely well and what was she sharing well here's a mock-up of the capitol everybody you see this red dot that's where the riotous mob was and here's all that happened video of them breaking into the capitol video of an officer going right by mitt romney senator mitt romney as he was walking to the chamber running by him and then mitt romney turning around and running to his office staffers getting into a conference room and then seven minutes later you had rioters banging at the doors the video of mike pence and his family being ushered down the stairs which was video i have to tell you i was very opposed to seeing not that it made their case, or I don't believe it does make their case, but the idea that I don't want anyone to see what we do with the president or the vice president of the United States. I only hope they got approval from the Secret Service before sharing that video. And I'll say this, it's ugly. It's ugly, ugly video. Some of it, 
Just like we saw on day one when they were showing why this was constitutional, you could argue it was deceptively edited. I think you'd be able to make that argument effectively in a series of spots. The point, however, is that what Delegate uh, 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 Plaskett was putting forward had nothing to do with the impeachment article, which is incitement to insurrection. It had to do with a riot at the Capitol. And that's why it is so easily easily, um, pushed back against. It is easy to take a look at this and say, wait a second. And I want to take you through some of it. Bit by bit. Now, I don't have uh, her a fully condensed version of what she discussed. I have a couple of things that, that she said that I'll share with you, utilizing my words. If someone's going to say to me, I'm not saying it the way she said it, you can go back and check the audio and you'll find, of course, I'm saying it exactly as she said it or paraphrasing to exactly as she said it because I gain nothing from not utilizing her words. And one of the things that they shared were calls for help. There were calls for help from the Capitol Police. Now, you know that I'm somebody who wonders why the Capitol Police didn't open fire. Let me say that again. I want to know why the Capitol Police didn't open fire. And if you say to me, Tony, that's, that, that's terrible, these people, they, they were fighting for justice. No, they weren't. They were dressed up like a Viking or a centaur, and they were looking to do God only knows what. You aren't fighting for your rights if you can carry the podium out of the house. If you have time for a selfie, you're not fighting for rights. So let's stop that conversation in its tracks, because it'd be a lot easier to go forward. Calls for help. I, I, I agree that there were calls for help, and I believe they were probably panic calls for help, and she played some, and they were panic calls for help. Riot here, breaking down the gate there. We need help here. We need this. I want to know where Capitol Police were. I want to know why there weren't more. There were, there were reasons to have more, and I'll get to that in a second, something else that Delegate Plaskett said from the U.S. Virgin Islands. But in this idea of calls for help, the first thing I asked myself is, what about the calls for help from, from David Dorn? David Dorn, captain, St. Louis, shot and killed in front of a pawn shop during the riots there over um, uh, George Floyd. Or it was just an Antifa riot or whatever. Sometimes these things all blend into each other. But there he was, shot and killed. I don't know if he had a chance to make a call for help, but I'm sure he wanted to. Calls for help are in no way, in no way, proof of incitement to insurrection. No proof at all so when you tell me that there were calls for help what you're telling me is there were calls for help notice how it doesn't connect there's a a lawyer leslie gordon i believe her name is i thought she said something very very smart on social media which is so rare to find that they presented to the democrats in a way uh that basically stated um we're telling you this is bad so it must be true if we're saying it, so therefore it's factual. And that's not the way any of this works. That's not, that's not science. 
Let's go to another part of it. Here we see these these, these people entering uh, the, the 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 halls and, and and breaking into the building, and they are in tactical body armor. They have baseball bats and body shields. And the first thing I said was, "Oh, you mean Antifa?" How many times have we seen in Seattle and Portland? In Chicago, in New York. New York, just a few weeks ago, they had a march with full body shields. We've always seen them in tactical gear. Baseball bats, we see that all the time. Where has is, where is Delegate Plaskett been? No one is making the argument that the people who entered the Capitol were awful, were wrong. I shouldn't say awful. I should say wrong. Some were awful. I'm sure you can find somebody you're like, hey, that guy was just confused. They were wrong to enter, as opposed to being an awful person. Well, can I, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm giving too much credit. Maybe I'm being too nice. But the larger scale conversation is that there were people who came to do damage, just like we see in these cities all the time. Were there or were there not riots in Portland just last night with people trying to enter the police station? Enter means break in. Enter means bust in. Enter means do harm to others. Again, has nothing to do with conviction on impeachment. Has nothing to do with insurrection. Because we've seen it everywhere. Are you telling me it's not insurrection when ICE agents are surrounded, when cop cars uh, are, are overturned, when they attack police stations? You mean at the Capitol it is? If you want to argue they were going after Mike Pence, you can make that argument. You cannot argue that's insurrection because it's not. Were they trying to overthrow a government or were they trying to, what was the plan? And by the way, don't you think a plan actually matters in this case? So let's talk about plan because this came from Delegate Plaskett. And what she said was, on two different occasions, on two different occasions, she said there was coordination. Coordination? What do you mean, coordination? Well, there had been coordination both at the event and online to put together this attack. And if you're now going to tell me there's coordination, which is something we knew from the Washington Post piece about two weeks ago, well then how is Donald Trump guilty of the incitement of insurrection? I'm not a lawyer. All I did was listen. That's it, that, that, is, that is my amazing skill. My amazing skill is I could listen and say, huh, all of these things that we are discussing here have absolutely nothing to do with incitement to insurrection. So what was the point of bringing it up? And I'm not even done. The point of bringing it up is that they know that on the actual article, they cannot get the vote. So 
Pull as many heartstrings as you can and create as much emotion as you can. So when the Republicans do the right thing uh, to the charge, America stays further divided. You start realizing that the impeachment itself, this trial itself, is the incitement. I'm Tony Katz.